When I was a teenager, I had a weight problem. I was obese and really miserable about it. I know it was my own fault, but it's easy to fall into self-loathing and just blame the world for your problems sometimes. I used food to cope with my problems the way one might turn to substances like alcohol or cigarettes. Only with food, there's no hiding your problems. I ballooned, and by the time I was 18, I was too big. I'm also a woman. I felt terribly insecure, and the worse I felt, the more I ate. It was a disgusting cycle, and I can't even recognize myself when I look back at how I once was. I was also in denial. I avoided mirrors and photos, and I felt myself becoming reclusive. I had experienced a sexually violent crime, and this honestly contributed so much to where I found myself during this time in my life. I was at rock bottom in an utter mess. I was searching online for validation, and I stumbled across something that only changed my life for the absolute worst. It was a page dedicated to telling people to accept their weight regardless of whatever it was. I ate it up to be honest. I fell down this rabbit hole of people basically saying obese was genetic and not your fault, and that it's impossible to change. People said that if you tried to lose weight, it meant that you hate all overweight people, and they spouted conspiracy theories and other extreme lies. I found myself in a group chat on Instagram with a bunch of other women, all of us bonding over our weight struggles. One of these women I'll just refer to as Ada. She told us she was 450 pounds and that she'd been overweight her entire life. She said that diets always failed and it was all fads and impossible to even slim down. She told us everyone would gain back any weight they lost and said that our bodies wanted us to remain at the weight we were all currently at. She told us Big Pharma wants us sick and wants us to think that obesity is wrong to profit off of us. She said that the studies saying that obesity leads to heart issues, joint pain, etc. were all lies. She said because thin people get heart attacks or can have back pain, it shows the weight isn't the real issue. I really wish I was kidding here. I know any rational person can see many flaws in this logic. The back or joint pain a thin person feels would be due to something other than weight. Whereas in an overweight person, the weight would be the cause, or at least worsening a pre-existing issue. But like I said, I wanted to be in denial. I was vulnerable to being brainwashed for some reason. I wanted to believe it was all out of my control so that I could play the victim in my life. I wanted to be told it was okay and continue to wallow in my own bullshit. It sounds so sick, but it's true, and it was very unhealthy of me. I sunk into this group hard. We would all chat in the group, and Ada would encourage us to stay up late. We were all in different time zones, but it wasn't a huge gap. Some of us were two hours ahead. No one was like 20 hours behind anyone. She encouraged us to stay up very late into the night, which is something I've since learned cult leaders like to do. If any of us had doubts, she would shut us down immediately and then threaten to block us from the group. She told us to buy certain books and also engage with certain social media accounts. There are quite a lot of fat acceptance people on the internet. You'd really be surprised. I'm not sure if this story is maybe too political to share. I don't want anyone to try and find Ada online or harass anyone posting fat acceptance content. But it's still around now. 
and I think it's a chronically online fringe community pretty much. But looking back at everything, I really feel like Ada manipulated me and a lot of the others. I feel like I was in an online cult. It's the only way I know how to describe what happened. Sorry for rambling on with the story, but I ended up in Ada's group chat because I would scroll through certain tags on Instagram. I won't name them for privacy. Ada had a small account, and she had a story highlight called Read Me. I clicked, and she said if you messaged her, she'd add you to the group chat to connect with like-minded souls. I messaged, and that was it. I was in. Ada charged us money to help us heal our relationship to food and our bodies. She put in the group chat that it was her way of giving back. She charged us $50 each session, and she said we would have one hour to chat with her. We could book as many as we needed, but this allowed for one-to-one intimate discussion. I know it sounds crazy, but I decided to do it. Whenever someone in the group chat said they were feeling unhappy about themselves, Ada would then remind them the negative body talk was prohibited, so as to avoid triggering the rest of the group. I felt terrible about myself. I really thought talking to her would make me feel better. I booked a session, and our session was via a video call still on Instagram. I gave Ada my sob story and she listened. I confessed that I was feeling bad physically. I told her I had back pain and that it even hurt to walk one mile. I ended up with blisters and just discomfort, and that I sweat like hell. Ada told me that this wasn't my fault, and not the fault of my weight either, that I was healthy and that I had to work on nourishing myself more. She told me to intuitively eat, and she told me she had a manual that I could purchase for 60 bucks. I know how this sounds, but I was so sucked in already. I didn't buy the manual thing. I don't even know if it was something she wrote herself or what. But I continued to book sessions with Ada, but I still felt rubbish about myself. I told her I was struggling and she tried to make me hate skinny women. She also tried to make me hate skinny men too, but mostly just focused on other women. In the group chat, the other women were also echoing similar sentiments. People would post about how real women were overweight and how skinny people just wanted to commit genocide against overweight people. It was batshit crazy and just insane, but I couldn't see that at the time. Honestly, I never truly felt happy in that group. I continued to eat like shit and do nothing. I felt crippled by depression and anxiety. When I was 20 years old, I was forced to move to a new area. This entire time I've been sucked into this movement in group chat, by the way. When I moved away, I finally realized that I had to get my shit together. Life was passing me by. I was so unfit I could barely clean myself. It's really humiliating to admit such a thing, but it was real. My stomach was so large it hung, and I left wet patches on seats due to the sweat. I didn't own any scales because Ada always said to never weigh yourself. I realized that I wanted to explore the new area I was in, but I couldn't. Walking even 10 minutes was almost impossible and I was only 20 years old. Standing hurt my lower back, my feet were always sore, and whenever I slept, I felt like I couldn't fully relax my upper body. If I did, my airways were obstructed. I had told Ada my concerns, and she called me fatphobic. She said that the fatphobic society was getting to me, 
and that I had to keep on as I was. I was having serious doubts, though. I would see people lose weight even if it was a thin person losing a few extra pounds, and they didn't do fad diets. It had poked holes in so much of the bullshit that I was being fed by Ada. Excuse the unintentional pun. I only had one friend at the time because I was so lost in my own crap. She'd lost 15 pounds after gaining some in university. She never gained it back, and I had started wondering if losing weight would be possible for me. I mean, if I just ate healthily and moved around more. Simple basic science, but my head was all warped with lies and conspiracy. One day in the group chat, I had voiced that I wanted to make some changes. I was totally dogpiled. All of the women told me I was falling into toxic diet culture and that I'd end up with anorexia if I started dieting. Ada then demanded to talk to me privately, and I agreed. She then lectured me about how I was being a bigot and that I was still on my healing journey and that I needed to avoid getting sunk into diet culture. I didn't defend myself, and I started to doubt myself again. I thought that maybe everyone was right. I mean, the people I'd seen lose weight probably gain it back eventually. I decided to tell myself they only lost it because they were already slim and that I was just meant to be very large. Yet, despite the crap I kept telling myself, I knew deep down I was talking shit. I knew it wasn't true. So I decided to try very slowly to change a couple of things in the hopes I'd feel better, and I decided it didn't matter if I'd lost weight. At least that was what I told myself. I enrolled in a small college, and I had started to take small steps to better myself. I started talking to my family and friends about how I felt, and they told me that Ada sounded like she was taking advantage of me and just trying to hold me back. My family admitted they were extremely concerned about my weight, but they also knew that I wouldn't change until I was ready myself. They said they would love nothing more than for me to lose weight, and they would be more than willing to help. My head was a mess. I was always told not to watch fitness gurus, but I started to. I even began watching people reacting to the fat acceptance movement. I watched videos that Ada had warned were people bullying us or mocking us. I realized she was wrong, and most importantly, I realized that I was wrong about everything. I decided to weigh myself, and it made me cry. I was flooded with shame. I was 400 pounds at 20 years old. I was reeling, but I shouldn't have been so shocked. I didn't turn to food to cope. Instead, I sat with the feeling of shame. I remember telling Ada all about it, and she told me the shame wasn't okay to feel, and she encouraged me to eat food. She went on a rant about how I was giving in to the shame, and she was really terrified for my well-being, and that I was clearly on the road to developing anorexia. She really used the word terrified. I remember thinking to myself, what the hell am I doing here? As she spoke to me. I was pretty quiet in the group chat for a few days. I changed my eating habits without even consciously telling myself I would. I cut down on my portions and I cut out most of the calorie filled drinks and snacks, but I still did eat unhealthy things. I remember people asking where I was in the group chat and I decided I had to be honest. I wrote a series of huge messages, and I sent them with my heart pounding. I remember that I put my phone down and on silent. I was terrified to look. 
I eventually forced myself to look, and it was ugly. Ada had tried to call me 90 times. I'd given her my phone number, and I'd only avoided my phone for about half an hour. She had texted me abuse, and she had blocked me on Instagram, and I was no longer in the chat. I searched for the other group members, and they all shunned me too. I was blocked by each person. At first, the messages were Ada demanding I pick up. She was swearing at me. They then slowly descended into pure abuse. She called me a dumb bitch, called me a fat phobic and ableist, called me a cunt, told me I was a disgrace. It really stung. She told me that she had wasted so much time in me for me to only abandon her and to betray my own movement. She said that I was on the wrong side of history and also compared me to a well-known man with a black mustache. Yeah, I really wish I was kidding. I know it sounds crazy, but at the time I was really hurt. This was a group that I invested two years of my life into, and now I was out of it. I was scared I'd made a mistake, but I knew deep down I would die if I continued down this road. I watched videos on YouTube about nutrition from actual experts, and I started to slowly change. I went into a slight calorie deficit, and I stopped eating unhealthily. It's embarrassing, but I had to learn basic facts about food as if I was a toddler. I learned about protein and the importance of it, as well as how it's a great way to start your day for feeling full and nourished. I'm not saying it was easy, but in a way, it kinda was. I got used to it. Whenever I wanted to gorge on food to deal with pain, I just sat and forced myself to feel it. I took up journaling and that helped too. I began losing weight. I was nervous, but I was excited too. I managed to lose 105 pounds in 12 months, and I remember crying. I had it in my head that I really wanted out of the 400 to 300 pound category. Although I still had a massive journey ahead of me, I was so proud of myself for reaching this point. And 100 pounds is a hell of a lot to lose. I was still very large, but I could see a huge difference and I felt it too. I could actually walk around now. I could walk a mile without getting blisters on my feet. I got my hygiene back and my dignity as a human being. The weight loss began to slow down, as I knew it would as I crept closer to a healthy range for myself, but it didn't matter how long it took. I was determined to do it. I kept going, and I just kept working on my mental health. I ended up deleting and remade all of my social medias. I started getting out more. I had joined an app for meeting new people, and I even got myself a little part-time job. It took a long time, but I finally got to a healthy weight for myself. I have loose skin, and I do plan to get surgery for it someday. But for now, it's a reminder of how far I've come and just how messed up I used to be. I ended up going to therapy and joining a gym. I managed to make good friends too, and I graduated with a degree that I really wanted. I have a full-time job now, and I never take the little things like going for a bike ride for granted, as there was once a time that I couldn't do them. I even got myself a puppy when I hit the 190-pound mark as a reward for my hard work. I felt like I was now fit enough to walk a dog, and I got a golden retriever. His name is Doughball, and he's given me so much happiness and peace. I still think about Ada in the group chat from time to time. 
I always wonder where they're at now. I really believe Ada was a very unwell woman who preyed on others like her. We were all vulnerable and just fell into her charms quickly. It still scares me how susceptible I was and how I was willing to believe her lies and misinformation. Ada taught us that the government specifically was out to get us. She would often say that they held meetings and had an entire secret department dedicated to planning the mass extermination of overweight people. I seriously took her word for it, for literally no reason. I hope the story doesn't piss anyone off. I mean no disrespect to anyone. But I want people to know that it isn't too late to turn it all around. You really can do this. There are some people out there who seek to take advantage of you. And they just might do it with luring you with falsehoods. Sometimes people use your insecurities against you. I know that overweight people can be bullied. And Ada used that to manipulate us into extremist thinking. Never underestimate just how easy it can be to fall prey to cult groups. It really can happen to anyone under the right circumstances. This happened back in 2020 when everyone was in quarantine. I'm a girl, and I was 13 when this story took place. Because everyone was stuck inside, I had started searching for new things to try and keep myself entertained. I remember this game on the computer that I used to play, and I decided to play that as there was nothing else to do. It was an older game, so not many people knew about it or really played it much anymore. There was also enough people on the server though to not have to wait too long to start a game. I had met some nice people on there, and for the most part, it was great. I had a lot of fun playing, and I looked forward to it every day. I had my name as my username. I just spelled it a little different for safety. Still, I got a lot of attention for being one of the only girls playing. I only met three other girls in the months that I played the game. I know this is stupid, but I would tell people my real age when they asked. I remember thinking it was funny seeing their reactions to a 13-year-old girl playing a game that had mostly 18 to 30-year-old guys on it. I never had a problem with it, though until this one guy. I joined a random game like any other day and chatted with the people in the lobby as I waited for it to fill up and start the game. This one guy started talking to me. We'll call him D. D kept making jokes and at the time I thought he was really funny. We played together and that was that. The next day I saw D was online so I joined the game he was in. This continued on and we played with each other all day every day. We had started talking to each other quite a lot and he had started asking me more personal questions. He asked where I lived and stupidly I told him. I only said what state I lived in but I still feel really dumb for that now. I asked him where he lived and he had told me a continent in Asia. I won't say the name for privacy reasons. I asked him how old he was, to which he said he was 26. Then he asked how old I was, and I told him. D seemed surprisingly fine with that, almost happy about it. I remember him making a joke saying he's old enough to be my dad. I thought it was funny at the time, but looking back, I know how weird and disturbing that is now. As the days went by, I had noticed D started flirting more and more with me. 
I brushed it off though and just assumed I was reading too much into it. Eventually though, it escalated and he had started calling me baby and sending me hard and kissing emojis. I feel so stupid for this now, but I just went along with it. I mean, I really liked talking to D, and I thought I might make him mad if I told him to stop. At some point, D had started calling me his girlfriend. He had never even asked me to be his girlfriend, but again, I just went along with it. I remember some people in the lobby saying that it was weird and he was creepy, but I ignored them. I really wish I would have listened. D then started saying some sexual and really inappropriate stuff to me and also saying everything he wanted to do to me. And at 13, I'll admit, I didn't even understand everything he was saying. I do now, though, and it makes me sick to my stomach to even think about it. He would constantly ask me for my social media and my phone number and asking to FaceTime, and also saying how he really wanted to see me. Now, I may have been stupid back then, but not that stupid. I always made up an excuse as to why I couldn't, so we only ever talked through the game. The more we played though, the worse he got. I remember D saying how he wanted to see me naked, how he loves me and how he was going to marry me, and that I'd come live with him and we'd be together forever. He told me that I couldn't tell anyone about this though, because he'd get in trouble and then we couldn't be together. The way he said it though made me feel like this was all my fault. Like I was the one who wanted this and I would get him in trouble. This continued on with him saying more disturbing and sexual stuff each and every day. Until eventually I just had enough. I blocked him on the game and then deleted the game soon after. I never wanted to play it again. I felt sick to my stomach just thinking about everything that happened. I haven't heard from him since, thank God. But I still think about him sometimes and I wonder what would have happened if I'd really gave him my social media. Something that still bugs me though is I live in a pretty small state, and my name isn't super common. You can find stuff on Google just by searching my name and state. Part of me still paranoid that he'll show up someday looking for me. I know this wasn't super scary, but this experience still haunts me to this day. Please everyone listening. Be smart and don't make the same mistakes that I did. I've never told anyone in my personal life this story because I just feel so stupid for not realizing he was a creep sooner. But hopefully someone out there can really learn from my mistakes. Stay safe out there. Hey everyone. That's about it for today's stories. If you have your own story that you would like to send... You can send it in at southerncannibal.com or you can email it at southerncannibalstories at gmail.com. I look forward to telling your story. Have a good night or good day, everyone. And remember, to always, stay.